1: Check, check, check. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Just Just place. Oh, baby. Uh, Killer
0: or the girl see Yo! Look at his kicks, Look at his car. All I say is... Look, mommy, I'm no good. I'm so good. Clap at your soul.
1: It's me, Derek. Your host, Degenerate Derek Podcast. Back week eight, NFL I got a ton of picks coming up, five of them to be exact, just like each and every week. I'm feeling good. How are you guys feeling? Hopefully great, wonderful, awesome. Trying to bounce back. Had a two and three week last week, sucked ass. Can't run from it, not hiding from it. It is what it is. You're going to have losing weeks, okay? You're going to lose, especially betting in the NFL. There's no way to win every week. It's literally impossible. And if I could... Manage for my bad weeks to be two and three instead of one and four or oh and five, I'm gonna be just fine. Super happy. Twenty and fifteen on the year. I think that's like what is that? Let's 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 do some numbers real quick. Let's do some math and see what twenty and fifteen is in winning percentage. Okay. I gotta go back to do what is that? Algebra. It's probably not algebra. I don't know what it is. 57%. Okay, not bad. Honestly, not bad. Not great. Not superstardom level like what I was. It's not even, um, I do a Wendy's Pick'em Contest every week. Got a new contestant this week. It's not even Wendy's Pick'em good. Wendy's Pick'em Contest is at like, what is it? 18 and 12 or something like that? Something ridiculous. I think they're picking like 60. They're insane. David, last week, shout out again to him. He went four and one, kicked my ass. Every time the pot gets up to $50, I lose. Every single time. Uh, so that's a good sign though, for me this week, cause the pots back to $25 again, that is a gift card brought to you by Wendy's. It's actually just a visa gift card. It's not even a Wendy's gift card. It's just brought to you by Wendy's. So shout out to them for sending just visa gift cards. You can go spit it wherever you want. Um, but yeah, going to get into some messages, going to break down week eight. I got five picks and I tell you each and every time how I'm seeing the board, if I'm feeling it or not this week, I am feeling it. Last week, I warned you that the games were kind of shaky, and I wasn't necessarily feeling it, and I ended up having a two and three weeks, so I, I'm up front. I'm honest about what I'm seeing. I'm not selling you on a goddamn thing, so it doesn't matter to me if I win or lose, only for my own pride. I don't have customers, so I don't care. You only have to care if you have customers. If you don't have care, the only person that really, if you don't have customers, the only person that really matters to is yourself, because it's my money that I'm losing. So I'm pissed, but it's just at me. I'm gonna try to bounce back this week because I hate losing. It just hurts my pride. I'm very competitive in everything I do, including this. I want to. It bothers me that the people that I'm selecting for the 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 contest that I'm doing overall have a better record than me. That bothers me. It bothers me that I'm three and three against them straight up. That that really bothers me. All this though, brought to you by Isla Street Brewing, the official. Title sponsor of the Degenerate Derek Podcast. Go follow them on Instagram. Uh, Go check out their website if you have any craft beer needs. Anything like that. Go see my boy JD down at Isla or Isla Street Brewing. Again, that's I-S-S-L-A street brewing. Follow them on Instagram. They got a great Instagram. You can see all the craft beers that they do. They're creative sons of bitches, too. They're not just making, you know, just typical there's so much thought that goes into all these beers they have a theme for them they're two of the most creative guys in the craft brew industry they're right here in san antonio they're they're brothers which you gotta love that you gotta love a family-run business that's pretty badass right and they are my official title sponsor so i love them very much shout out again isla street brewing okay let's get into some messages And then we will do the Wendy's picks, and then we'll do my picks, just like we do each and every Friday, all right? We're not changing shit around here. You can always reach out to me, BMS underscore Derek, on Twitter, on Instagram, or you can email me, Derek at kissrocks.com. First message. Bro, not going to lie, this is my first year ever gambling. When I first started, I didn't think it would honestly be this difficult. Credit to you and my apologies as well for honestly not respecting how hard it is to bet against the spread. Even though I don't follow your picks, I love your pod. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, that was Isaac who messaged me that. And betting against spreads very hard. People, you just look at it like, oh, I, I know who's going to win and lose. But when you when you throw in the point spreads, when you're not betting on games, you don't pay attention to the point spreads. So you don't realize how close they are sometimes when you're, like last week I had the Falcons minus two and a half, and I lose that game by a half point. They only win by two Uh, The half point, you know, separates the number and I don't win my bet. It comes down to that so much, especially like over, under. It's insane how accurate these point spreads can be. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, sometimes they're just way off and you win by a mile, but or lose by a mile Um, like the Chiefs game where, you know, they're like five point favorites and they literally lose by 24. So it's not always, you know, um, but it is, it is amazing how often they do get it almost right on the number. So, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself, Isaac. It is very, it's a difficult thing. You got to remember too, uh, since you said you're new to betting, the NFL is the toughest sport to bet on because it is the most bet on sport, at least here in America, and it has the most attention on it as far as like books and what they're putting into getting a good number like the resources, the information that goes into these numbers are that's why they're incredibly accurate because there's so much attention to them because there's so much action on the games. So just keep that in mind. Very difficult sport to bet on. Some people say like college basketball is the easiest. There's not as many resources put into college basketball numbers and stuff like that so you can usually get an edge in the college basketball. I don't, I just love the NFL so I love betting on it so that's just why I, I don't really dabble into other things like that but gotta remember that so don't be too hard on yourself was the point of me saying that next message derek what are your thoughts about this uh what are your thoughts about Dak this weekend you think he should play or no um i mean it, if he's not feeling well like if he if he if it feels like the injury could get severe then yeah obviously don't play it's not worth it cowboys are having too good of a season if we have to take a loss at the vikings on the road Uh, week eight then that's you know it is what it is it's not that big of a deal uh, at the end it's we have too much on the line if it is that big of a risk now I have seen a lot of things coming out today about um, Dak you know working out and stuff like that and him looking good I hope he plays Vegas I don't think they think he plays because the line went from Cowboys minus two and a half to now the Cowboys are plus two and a half so that line is completely reversed there also are a lot of people who are betting on the Vikings, even with Dak playing, just because, you know, they think that at some point the Cowboys start. To sl- I just don't know if the Cowboys slip up. If Dak's playing, I don't see the Cowboys struggling with Minnesota coming off the bye. I know Minnesota had a bye as well, but you know the Cowboys had a bye week, so I don't know. They had a big win against the Patriots, went into the bye. A lot of people are like, oh, they're going to be hung over from that. Well, they probably partied their ass off, you know, but that was like two weeks ago when they beat the uh, – it's, it's been a long time now. So they have to be buckled up and ready for this game. But, yeah, if it's if it's a risk, then no. Like, I don't want to risk it, obviously. Dak's playing too well. So if he needs to sit and rest and that way he's healthier as the season goes on, then, you know, because we're not – the Cowboys ain't going to win with Cooper Rush. It's just not going to happen. Ain't going to happen. We ain't beating nobody, including the Vikings. Uh, but, yeah, that are, that's my thoughts on that. Next bet. Or next message, excuse me. All you do is bet with the public. You're a fucking square loser. Yeah, that's just so inaccurate. So inaccurate. You could go back and look at all my bets. I have bets that people think are just insane that I pull off and win because there very few people are betting on them. Like, there's that's... To say that I'm betting with the public, that's fucking, I bet dogs all the time. What are you talking about? That's, I don't mind. Like, whatever. You think that I suck, that's fine. I I don't care about that. But don't say things that are completely false. And if you're, again, if you're new to gambling, what a square is, somebody that just bets how the public's betting. And usually they say that the public is, you know, you don't want to be on the same side as the public because then you're going to lose, which isn't totally accurate. Because the public has been proved to win over 50% of the time. But it's also, this message is just, I, I bet crazy shit. I bet shit that people would never even touch. I bet bad teams in certain spots that I like that nobody's on. That is just such a false, awful message. It's You're so full of shit. That is just not accurate at all. Next message. You might be the worst NFL handicapper I've ever listened to. Your picks are almost as bad as anything I've ever heard. Quit doing the pod. You suck. There's a ton of other podcasts out there that give out great picks. You're not one of them. Well, that, again, another message, just simply not true. Not true at all. I know that there's other podcasts out there that give out picks. I know that I do just as well, if not better, than the best ones that are out there. So, fuck you. Okay? I've had bad seasons, yeah. The, certain seasons I lose. But to act like, oh, give me a fucking break. No respect. I get no respect on this pod. And I do it to myself because I always put myself down. I'm not a big put myself over kind of guy. And so then other people feel like they can hop on. I don't care, bro. I don't give a fuck. Because honestly, you're so full of shit. And it's such not an inaccurate. Th- those two messages back to back, not accurate in any way. Tell me list. If I'm if I'm the worst, right? If I'm the worst, then it should be no problem for you to list off five podcasts that give out five picks a week that do better than me. You'll never be able to fucking do it ever, ever. I know what's out there. And listen to what I'm actually saying. I'm saying give out five podcasts that give out better picks than I do. Of course there's podcasts out there that give out way better. I, I'm not information. Yeah, there's great, you know great information podcasts out there that give you a ton of stuff that you're never in a million years going to hear on on my podcast because I get bored to tears with it I'm just here to give you the meat and the potatoes the picks and that's what I'm about to get into again I challenge you find me five five podcasts not to give out better info but to give out better picks more have a higher winning percentage over a whole season than I do you're not going to find it Probably because you're also not going to find people that are ballsy enough to give out as many picks as I do. That's another thing. I got huge nuts because I'm not scared of it. I'm not. All right? I got to correct one thing. Uh, I shorted the uh, Wendy's pick them whatever thing earlier. I said they're 18 and 12. They're actually 19 and 11. All right, that's my bad. 19 and 11 picking 63%. Insane. Insane. Hopefully, I got... Robert today. Robert is my contestant. Hopefully he can keep that going uh, well for the Wendy's pick. Actually, I hope he doesn't because I want to beat his ass. And I've been getting, you know, I'm three and three again against the Wendy's pick. So those are my messages. Again, reach out to me. However, I said earlier, if you want to say, you know, whatever, whatever you want to talk shit, go for it. I don't care because it's not accurate and it doesn't bother me. It only bothered me if it was accurate. None of it is. None of it. None of it. I don't. Mm. I won't even, I won't even entertain it. I'll read it and it's funny to me, but like, I'm not, you're not going to get in my head. You you can't do it. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Over a whole season. Try me. God damn. Stop, stop playing with me. I'm the best. Not really, but I, I'm better than most. Okay. Let's get into it. Uh, let's first do the Wendy's pick them. Let's see who Robert is on.
0: Number five.
1: First pick, or, uh, you know, his fifth, whatever. Five, it goes from, you know, your five down to one, one being your most confident, five being your least confident. His fifth pick is Bengals minus 11 against the Jets. Hard not to roll with the Bengals, especially after what they've been doing and their big win off the Ravens. Is it a letdown spot? It could be, but I just don't think the Jets are good enough to do anything about it, so I don't hate that pick from Robert. Number four. Texans. Wow. Robert's going after it. Texans plus 14 and a half against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. They had a big number to cover last week against the lions. The Rams did not cover. They did win the game. They didn't cover Texans had a huge number last week. Plus 20, I think is what it got up to against the Cardinals. And, uh, they lost that game by like 30. So the Cardinals covered a 20 point spread against them last week. Uh, I kind of like to pick cause Do the Texans go back to back weeks where they have huge underdog numbers and they don't cover either one of them? What are the Texans against the spread on the year? Texans are three and four, so not bad. They're one and six straight up, but they're three and four against the spread. So they've covered some games. So, yeah, probably not. uh, I don't know. I mean, the Rams obviously way better than the Texans. Is Tyrod Taylor playing? That's a big question. That's something I got to find out. But that's his fourth pick.
0: Number three.
1: He's got the Falcons minus three against the Panthers. Falcons are three and three on the year. They're also three and three against the spread. I got burned by the Falcons. One of the many, 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 many times the Falcons have burned me. Once again, they do it last week when I had them minus two and a half against the Dolphins. They win the game by two. Don't cover the spread, but win the game. He likes for them to beat up on the Panthers this week. Panthers have been dog shit. Sam Darnold awful. That team is nothing without Christian McCaffrey. Um, But... With that said, the Falcons, I mean, would anybody be surprised if the Panthers beat the Falcons? Not at all. But he's got Falcons minus three. Number two. Titans plus two and a half. I kind of like this pick. Earlier in the week, I leaned Colts, but there's just been – I feel like everybody's on the Colts. Everybody's on the Colts. So, you know, like because I'm not a square Joe Public guy. Usually when I see everybody going one way, I've now backed off it. I'm not betting on the game. So I kind of like – his play on the Titans plus two and a half. Number one. And his number one, his most confident play of the weekend is the Bucks minus, what are they? he's got them at minus four and a half here. Um, I know that number has been fluctuating. Let me see what it's at. It's at minus four and a half. Okay, cool. So he's got the Bucks minus four and a half. God, I got the hiccups. On the road, taking on the Saints. Uh... I don't know. I feel like I could beat Robert Tass this week, but he has potential. His picks aren't total, you know, he's, I, I, I like some of them, I guess, but I, I'm staying away from that Bucks game. Definitely. I usually stay away from Bucks games. I don't know why, but I just, I think last year I got burned on them in the, early on in the year. And so they just kind of scared. I've been scared away from them, but I get burned on the Falcons or the chiefs and I just keep betting on them. So I don't know what it is. I think I love Tom Brady so much that I just kind of stay and watch from a distance. That that way I don't have anything on his game, so I don't need to root one way or the other. And I just get to watch the magic that is Tom Brady. But again, that's Robert's five picks. Appreciate you, Robert. If you want to try to get in on my contest, just shoot me a message. Say, hey, I want to get in on that Pick'em contest. I'll write your handle down, whatever your Instagram or Twitter name is, or if you email me, I got a little hopper. I'll throw it in. I pull one name out a week. I'll reach out to you. If you are the one I selected, you give me 5 picks. If you win, I send you a gift card. Again, that pot resets when I lose. Last week I lost to David and he went 4 and 1, kicked my ass. He got a $50 gift card. Hopefully he's got it by now. David, it did it, if you're listening to this, it went out. I think I think on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday I think it went out. I got confirmation on it. So let me know if you haven't got it yet so I can make sure and follow up on that. But um yeah, and then when I lose, it resets back to 25, and then it builds 25 each week. So the goal is for me to hopefully get a few wins under my belt so I can build that pot up. But right now, I'm 3-3 three and three against them. Every time he gets up to 50, I lose. We'll see what we can do this week. All right, Robert, you're in trouble because it's at 25, so that's a good sign for me. But let's get into my five picks that I'm betting on this weekend, brought to you by Isla Street Brewing. Again, go Follow them. On Instagram, I-S-S-L-A, Street Brewing. Uh, Again, check out their website for all your craft beer needs if you're in the San Antonio area. Number five. All right, my fifth pick. I I never do this, but I can't help it. I can't help it. I love it so much because I think Dak is going to play. I know I didn't want to get into it too much when that guy messaged me. I just kind of was like vague. I I think Dak's playing this weekend. And if Dak's playing Sunday Night Football, I love the Cowboys, especially now that I'm getting them plus two and a half. I mean, all the values on the Cowboys. The sharps are gonna. The sharps are betting the Vikings. I know they are. They think same old Cowboys. What people don't realize is, is I, I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass. But this is not. In no way does this seem like the same old Cowboys. It, if you're a Cowboys fan, you watched every game over the past whatever years. You you know that this we don't win games like we did against the Patriots. Like those games, we always lose. We find a way to lose. Even when we're in it, we lose that game. We never win. And everything about this team just feels different. We're the, the the team could do literally whatever they want on the offensive side of the ball. You know, they want to run it. They run it. They want to pass it. They pass. They want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. They get it done. And the defense, it's, it's, it's been but don't break. The biggest difference is they're getting the turnovers. Trayvon Diggs can't help himself. He probably gets another pick in this game, which is going to be bananas. But I, get, he, I need to find where the prop bet on that is. But it has to be Trayvon Diggs picks off Kirk Cousins. I can't wait to see it. First time, I don't want to say first time I'm ever on this podcast. First time this year, though, one of my five picks is the Cowboys plus two and a half. I really, if Dak, doesn't, if Dak doesn't play, just that's an automatic loss. I mean, if I'm wrong there and he doesn't, then, you know, Cowboys got no shot. But if he plays, man, I love that pick. Especially getting two and a half points. Yeah, let's go. Number four. Um, crazy pick. A pick that is definitely not public. I'm going Bears at home taking on the 49ers plus four. I just don't believe in the 49ers. I've been saying it all year. It's a real problem with Jimmy G. It is not the same old 40. And I think the bears give them problems. I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to run all over the bears. Like they normally do. They have a young quarterback. Obviously Justin Fields, a rookie. And I look for him to have his ups and downs. Last week was down big time. They got ran over by the Bucks. Tom Brady whooped that ass this week. He gets to play a much lesser quarterback in Jimmy G. And I just don't believe in the 49ers anymore. I really don't. I think that people are riding high off of who they were a year or two ago, and they're just not – it's really biting them in the ass that they don't have a quarterback. And they're not going to have a quarterback for – unless they sign somebody a free agency. There's nobody on that roster that can play the position. Jimmy G, Trey Lance, who gives a fuck? They both suck. Give me the Bears at home – Getting four points.
0: Number three.
1: I like the Chargers. I really do. I think the Pats are overvalued. I think this line opened at six. It's down to four. I love the Chargers minus four. I think the Chargers are a much better team. I think they're going to give. I I know they've had trouble stopping the run. Hopefully they get that cleaned up during the bye week. Get some rest. Um, And the Patriots got to go all the way over to L. I like the Chargers. I really do. I think this is a good play. I think people are overthinking themselves and the Patriots are overvalued because they put up 54 on a terrible Jets team, a terrible Jets team. And I I just don't think they can hang with the Chargers. I really don't. I think the Chargers, they need to get their ass going. They need to get it in gear. They've lost a few games this year that they feel like I think they feel like they should have won. And they're coming off a bye week. They're going to be well rested. I like them in this spot. I really do. Normally, you don't want to bet against Bill Belichick, but yeah, he ain't got Tom Brady no more. He ain't nobody. Nah, he's still the man, but you know, he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. So it's, you don't have to be as scared of the Patriots as you used to be. That's for sure. Number two. I like the Seahawks. They're bad. You know, I was going to say they're a bad football team and they, I don't think they are a bad football team. I think that they're a little above, uh, they're probably middle of the pack. Here's my thought, though. Here's my handicap. Here's why I think the Seahawks win. I need them to cover just three points. They're minus three. They're playing the Jags. The Jags got their first win of the season a couple weeks ago, right? So they're not as... It's not that they're not hungry, but they're not going to be as hungry. They're not going to be as desperate. They're coming off a bye. They're feeling good. They got their first win of the year. Seahawks aren't feeling good. Because if the Seahawks can't show that they can play you know, competitive, good football, even without Russell Wilson, they're going to lose Russell Wilson. You got to win these games against the Jags. You got to cover them. You got to do it. At home, even if you don't have Russell Wilson, you cannot let the Jags come in and beat you. And the fact that they only got to cover a field goal, at worst, I push in this game, but I really feel like the Seahawks come out. Pete Carroll knows that he's coaching for his job. Because if at the end of the year, if it comes down to Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson... I'm not sure who they decide. I I feel like they stay with Russell Wilson and they bring in a new coach. I really do. And Pete Carroll has to win these games. He has to. And he has to beat up on Urban Meyer. And the Jags aren't going to be as motivated as they were because now they have a win under their belt. They've already exceeded their expectations. I love the Seahawks in this spot. Even without Russell, Seahawks minus three against the Jags. Number one. I like the Broncos. I know it's crazy to think Broncos minus three is my favorite pick my most confident pick but i think washington left its soul in green bay last week i really do denver needs a win just like just like washington does denver has an advantage because they're at home washington is nothing to be scared of and i know i just feel like denver comes out and plays hard and i feel like washington's blue they had such high expectations going into this year with ryan fitzpatrick and the success that they had last year, and how well that defense played, and yada, yada, yada. And their balloon has just completely been popped. And for them to lose the way that they did against Green Bay, where they had so many opportunities, and they didn't capitalize on any of them. I think they had three different trips to the red zone where they walked away with zero points. You know how demoralizing that is for a team when you left so much out there against a good team? It's hard for you then to come back get to work the next week, and then go into Denver, a team that, you know, you probably should, I don't know if you probably should beat, but, you know, probably should be a pick them and your three-point dogs. It's because Denver, I think, has the advantage this week. I really do. I think Washington is completely demoralized. There's no way they get up for this game. That's my thought on it. Anyways, all right, I watched that Green Bay game they had last week, and that is just gut-wrenching. And it's hard when you play well and you don't come away When you walk away from the red zone three different times with zero point, not even a field goal, man, you got to look at yourself and you're like, we fucking suck. And I think Washington does that. I think they lay down. And I think Denver rolls them this weekend in mile high. Give me Denver minus three. So my five picks are Cowboys plus two and a half against the Vikings. That is because I think Dak will play. I got Bears plus four at home against the 49ers. It's just because I just think the 49ers are trash again. I got Chargers minus four at home against the Pats, Seahawks minus three at home against the Jags, Broncos minus three at home against Washington. So I have, oh, fuck, I have four home teams. I usually don't like to do that, but I like these picks. I really do. I like all five of them. You know, all five of them could have been my number one play. I really feel good about this week. I think I go four and one. I hope to go five and oh, obviously, like each and every week. But this week, I feel confident. We'll see how it shakes out. Maybe I get my ass kicked again. So, you know, be on alert for that. But I think I bounce back this week. I really do. I feel good about this weekend. But that's it for me. Those are my five picks. Gave out the Wendy's picks. Again, reach out to me. Message me. I'll be back on Monday to recap all the fun that we had this past weekend. You guys be safe, and I'll see you soon.
0: The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to podcast and get help. Seriously, the Degenerate Derek Podcast.